Once again, true neutral. True fucking neutral. That's us. Uh, I, I'm I'm Keenan, <laughs> and I'm Derek. Wow, we're doing intros again. <laughs> I remembered. I remembered to do the thing. We have names. And we're supposed to we say do. them. We do. We do have names. I forget that sometimes. Every podcast is somebody's first podcast, right? Yeah. You know what? You're right. You're right. Sometimes people don't know who we are. Yeah. Honestly, coming into some of these episodes would be absolute nonsense. If, if it was the first podcast you ever listened to, you'd be like, "What? I'm never ever listening to a podcast ever again. I'm going to go read books. Yeah. Honestly, especially ours, like, I'm sorry if this is your first <laughs> podcast. You came, I mean, to probably an entertaining place, but not a good place to understand what the format is. No. <laughs> no, we're... You're lucky, I guess, if this is your first one, that you came to one that actually sounds decent, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. So, there's it's, that. Yeah. The rest of this is madness. Oh, God. It's pure anarchy around here. But that's how we like it, so... Yeah. Uh, I'm slightly, happy with that. Slightly structured. How was your week? Um, My week's been good. I have felt very... Um, I, I, it's been, I, I'm not sure how to describe it. I felt very, just kind of, like, devoid of creativity lately, which is a weird thing to say, because I'm constantly doing, like, not only the podcast stuff, but I'm also doing, like, like the D&D stuff, and constantly, like, working on different projects. Well, right, but you wrote a lot of that D&D stuff a while ago, and you're... No. No. No, no, no. I do a lot on the fly. I write very base ideas down. Okay. And I have an idea. I have a, a kind of a lot set for the world that you guys are about to walk into. But I did that kind of like I did the intro for right. what we came back to when we came back to Thera. All I wrote for those beginning episodes was the intro of you guys coming back and what I needed you guys to go to and do. Okay. Everything in between right. that is pure improv. Okay. And for most of the sessions I have been doing lately, like everything through the Feywild, here's a little here's a little, you know, behind the scenes for you <laughs> on how I run my my shit. I literally decided what the big bad of whatever contingent was that you guys were going to fight. And that everything else was improv. All right. Everything. The most work I put into it was um, the not last week, but the week before the the tentacly big tentacly boy creature you guys fought. Mm -hmm. um, that I sat down and wrote a, a custom stat block for. That's everything else is pure improv. Dust in the wind. Yeah, I create ninety per. Ninety to ninety-five percent of the D and D world that you play in, I create off the top of my head as we play. Hell yeah! So no, I that's that's on the spot creativity. That's not even me sitting down and thinking of cool things. All right, gotta be honest with you. Right. <laughs> so I've felt very kind of devoid of creativity lately. I've hit like um, a wall in writing songs. It feels like I I get one out every few months, and I'm just like I'm not able to to have that same level of creativity with music that I had when I was a little bit younger. Yeah, and I felt very constrained by that for a little bit, and so I decided I was going to start writing stories again, and I've had a lot of fun doing that. 
Oh my god. To the point of I can barely even think about when I'm at work, I can barely think about working. I'm just thinking about what I want to write next. Fuck yeah. Um, and and so I, I feel like I've kind of found that outlet for myself again, which has been very nice. Um, and that's really taken up a lot of my mind for the last week. I've gotten only a little over a page written, but I have so many ideas that it's like when I sit down to write, I have to like actually sort my thoughts out and otherwise I'm going to be writing three stories at one time and that's not good for anybody. No, no. <laughs> I got to focus on one thing at a time. I have those stories in the background and then think about it and then dovetail them all together. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the plan at yeah. this point. Yeah. Um but that's kind of been my week. I've been working a lot and um in the last couple of days I've just unlocked this this creative block that I had inside my head and I I finally gotten over it and uh i'm very happy about it how's your week been hell yeah i uh it's been good but my leg has been healing i've been back at work everything's good like that's not... always good i noticed when i got here you're moving around so much better than you were even just a couple days ago when i was here so oh, yeah yeah it's it's a much better um it's still annoying i still have tape i have to replace every day right now yeah, and that's the thing. I don't think that we've really talked about a lot. You have an actual, like, hole in your leg Yeah, when that I you take... actively pull tape out of and stuff new tape into, right? Yeah. yeah, and when I take the tape out, if I, like, move my foot around, I can see the muscle under the skin move separately from the skin. Ooh, that's cool and gross at the same time. It's real neat. That's both amazing and disgusting. I love it. Yeah. I hate it. I don't know <laughs> yeah. how I feel about it. It's oh, amazing. Oh, that's the most mixed reaction I've ever had to anything in my life. I think. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, other than that, my week's been good. We're all recovering from sickness, which is great. Um, but uh, news bomb. So we're just going to go over some news that dropped this week. So I I happen to know, I haven't really watched a lot, but I, I, I might know a couple of the things we're going to go over, because I know that a Nintendo Direct happened, and I know that a, a PlayStation Oops. whatever... Uh, state of Play. State of Play happened, yes. Um, I am actually actively excited about two things specifically. I learned about these just before I got over here. My little brother is very helpful, keeping me up to date <laughs> on certain things. Um, and so from the... Both of them got um, a Final Fantasy VII game. Final Fantasy VII uh, Crisis Core Rebirth. Just, just I, I have all the articles pulled up already. We're not only going to go over those two things, we're also going to go over the D the D23 conference that dropped a bunch of news. Didn't we go over D23 already? We went over a bit. Okay, fuck. There's so much more. <laughs> okay, I see what this episode's going to be about now. <laughs> I newsbombed you. That's fine, that's fine. That's fine. All right, let's get into it. Then. <laughs> let's uh, because I I have two games in in specificity specific specificity. Yeah, that I am excited for, but I it's all I really learned about. So hit me with all of it. All right. Well, the the first thing on this article because obviously it was the thing that directly got closed out with big news. Legend of Zelda has a sequel title release date. 
Legend, which let I am Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. I don't know what the most recent one is. I am not up to date on my Zelda. Well, the the newest one is going to be Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, okay. I heard Breath of the Wild's really good. It's, I it's the best game. It's literally the best game I've ever played. Probably. I like overall enjoyment <laughs> and playtime. Like it's uh, challenge story it's one of those games that i both didn't play i didn't watch anyone play it i didn't learn basically anything about this game i actually don't really pay very much attention to zelda as a whole to be completely honest with you i never have well that's that's fine i need you to know that if you played this game you'd get sucked off like everybody else does because it's fucking amazing I, I i did a whole review on it go back and listen to our shitty audio back then and that review yeah yeah no i remember you talking about it and me thinking it sounded really cool but zelda just as a whole is not something that i have ever particularly gravitated towards i've played quite a few of them i really don't like wind waker that's fair but <laughs> I it's it's one of those games franchises that is never I don't get excited when I see Zelda games. I'm just I, like, oh yeah, more Zelda. Yeah, that makes sense. You I know, didn't, <laughs> like, I didn't get like super excited about Zelda games before Breath of the Wild. Like I had played Ocarina of Time when I was younger. I gotten through. Uh, the Legend of the Four Swords or something? It's a GameCube one where you're yeah, four links. Yeah, you're four different links. I played that, but I played it for Game Boy Advanced. I might have put, I had it for Game Boy Advanced. I played it on my GameCube because I had one of those little adapters, and that's just my memory of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember that I have played that game as a Game Boy Advance game. It might have also been a GameCube game. That would make sense. Yeah. But I played it as a Game Boy Advance game. Yeah. Um, I'm it just was saying decent. either is possible. Yeah. Um, so was Minish Cap. Minish Cap was a Game Boy Advanced one. That was not bad. Didn't play that one. Um, I've mostly played the Game Boy ones. I, I've played a... I never got the original Zelda game on Nintendo, but I got it... They remade it for the Game Boy Advanced. It was an NES original. It was just a straight copy of the right. original game for Game Boy Advanced. And I played that. It was fun. I yeah. guess. It it's an old style action adventure game, so yeah, it's not all as good as it once was. Anyway, we have a <laughs> lot of the games to get through. Okay. Uh, May twelfth, twenty twenty three is when it's going to be out. I'm very excited. Uh, Pikmin four. What? You care about Pikmin? I. What is Pikmin? You don't know what a Pikmin is? No. Oh, okay. Um, have you played a Smash recently? It's Olimar is the character. No. I I've played the newest Smash, yes, but uh, I don't know what no. that is still. Yeah. Anyway, I played as Cloud. I was really good. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a new Pikmin, and people are very excited about that because people like the Pikmin. And there's a new Fire Emblem. I know what Fire Emblem is. I also haven't played any Fire Emblem games, but I know what that is as a franchise. Um, yeah, it's another one of those games, kind of like Zelda. I'm like, oh yeah, more Fire Emblem. Yeah, yeah that makes I, sense. That's where I'm at with Fire Emblem. <laughs> um, Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Ooh, okay, a new is, Kirby game. Uh, an old Kirby game, a Wii classic. Oh, okay. To the Switch. 
Interesting. That's cool. Lot, uh, Nintendo does that a lot. They're, Nintendo's really good at making money off the same game like ten times over. Oh, yeah. They, but they the, saw Skyrim do it once, and they were like, yeah, we could do that. They've been doing it longer than Skyrim. Yeah, that makes the, sense. You just said that you bought a port from an old game that was... For that Game was, Boy Advance. That, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They've been doing it for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of those I didn't were buy it. My ports. mom bought it for me. Well, yeah, but that was for straight ports from uh, fucking bigger arcade cabinets, a lot of them. I also got an old Bomberman game. Bomberman games are fun. The old school ones? Good shit. Uh, Octopath Traveler 2? What? Okay. <laughs> Bayonetta 3? Got a new trailer? Uh, cool. I've never played a Bayonetta game. Uh, all right. Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. Final bar line is a celebration. Okay, so I think that game is Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. Final bar line. Okay, that sounds like a yeah. That sounds right. Very Kingdom Hearts esque. That's that's Square. Yeah. Uh, it's a celebration of the franchise's music. Cool. I act neat. Uh, is it just? Is is it like a DDR game? It'll play, it'll, uh, it'll feature well, I, 385 songs. Yeah! Why am I excited about this? <laughs> I don't like, know, but it's do really players cool. play locally and up to four online. <laughs> it'll have a season pass and add up to 90 new songs, including some from some other games. And, uh, yeah, it looks like it's a rhythm game, all dedicated to Final Fantasy music. Oh, One-Winged Angel. Yes, please. <laughs> Oh my god, I am way more excited about that than I should be at all. That's so fucking cool. Well, it's going to be out in February 2023. I... February 16th. Want that on what consoles? Uh, this is just the Nintendo Direct. So okay, that's... so it's going to be on Switch. Yeah. I need a Switch because that's fucking amazing. That's so cool. Um... If you have the online play for our Switch, you can play GoldenEye 007 now. That's neat. Mario Party, Pokemon Stadium. Okay, okay. okay. And uh, and some others. I think it's funny that they came out with a new Mario Party and everyone... Oh, Pokemon ha- Stadium 2 as well, oh. which I never really got to play. Yeah, that's cool. I think it's funny that they came out with a new Mario Party game and people just weren't happy with it. They're like, the mini games are very samey, and there's not a whole lot of them, and it's kind of boring, and like, like what the hell? Like, And so they're like, you know what? You guys didn't like the new Mario Party game? Have the original Mario Party game! Yeah, here you go. <laughs> here you go. Uh, but yeah, it, it's Mario Party, Mario Party 2, Mario Party 3, Pokemon Stadium... Um, Fuck oh, your DLC. We'll just give you an older game. Pokemon Stadium 2, 1080 Snowboarding, Excite Bike 64, and that is it. They're it's literally be- just them saying, we've done it all. We can't make it again. We can't. There's nothing new. Here, have the old stuff. Oh, here's. I think this is the one you were talking about. Is uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion? Yes. Yes, that is what I was talking about. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, which I'm not a hundred percent sure. I watched the trailer for it. Um, it will tell the story of Zach Fair, and it will be a remaster of the PSP classic. Okay, so it is just a remaster of it. Yeah. Okay. That's still really cool, and they've brought a lot of the new mechanics in from the Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I'm really excited about. 
Um, the the original Crisis Core for the PSP was like somewhere between what Final Fantasy VII is now and the original Final Fantasy games. Um, so it was like still turn based and like, but you could also run around in it. It it kind of had the uh, Final Fantasy twelve um game mechanics to it which i know makes no sense to you but (laughs) anyone that knows final fantasy will understand what i'm talking about and so to see the new mechanics brought in and hopefully it'll be a more expanded version of it we'll get a little bit more of the background lore than we were even able to get in final fantasy crisis core um because that was a really cool game and it added a lot to the lore of final fantasy 7 in particular which i really enjoyed so Final Fantasy VII is the only one of them that's been big enough so far to get this many spinoffs in the first place. So, yeah, it's it's the one everyone knows, everyone references. It's the one you see little action figures of. Final Fantasy VIII, I think, was probably the next most popular, which is also a very very good game. I've heard negative things about that one. There are quite. A, it depends on your play style. On in in my opinion, the the story is very different. They went much with a much more like hyper realistic look to it, which doesn't work as well with the PlayStation one graphics system. So it, mm-hmm. while looking better also kind of had a weird, um, uncanny Valley feel to yeah. it. Um, okay. And so there, there were certain things about it, but overall, like, I think I would even have to agree with my little brother. Like overall, the, probably the lore, the actual story of the game is, probably better than final fantasy 7 and as for anything gameplay wise that's all just based purely on how you enjoy playing a game they're just different mechanically fair okay as far as you can for a jrpg all right um it just tells us that about the wave three of mario kart dlc um which i have New but, tracks, new characters. Uh, new tracks, and they will be coming soon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, because they're releasing things in weird little episodic chunks. I remember now. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo Switch Sports will get its free golf mode this holiday. Golf. Which is, it's it's a delay. Golf. They, they, you can Wii golf on the Switch, guys. Almost. It's Almost. delayed. Can we Wii bowl on the Switch? I think so. Oh, good, good. As long as I have bowling. Tennis was the next best one. And uh, then golf. Mario Strikers got an update. Who cares? You know, Blade Chronicles 3. Yep. Don't care. Uh, Splatoons 3. I don't care. Okay. Uh, Resident Evil Village Cloud. What is that? Uh, we'll let Switch owners meet Lady Demet. Dimitrescu. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew... So it's a VR where you just get to go hang out with Lady D because everyone's a weeb and wants to hang out with Lady D. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's not VR, but yes. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. That's so funny. Oh God. Why? Uh, uh, because Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life is getting a remake. Okay. I don't... Uh, there's a game called Fae Farm coming. 
And Harvestella. Look, look, look. Harvestella. Look, look, From look. the creatures of Futurama. And Futurella. Barbarella. <laughs> uh, no, it's a... Uh, They're looks... quick on the canceling these days. <laughs> it looks... Yeah, it looks like these are all farm games of varying... Yeah, Stardew Valley set off a thing, man. Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing together, these are all Animal some Crossing. level of hybrid between those. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fatal Frame, you know, you like a Fatal Frame? A uh, Fatal Frame's not bad. Uh, Mask of the Lunar Eclipse comes to the West. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, Fatal Frame's kind of cool. I I like cool horror story stuff. Tunic, you know a Tunic? I I think I've heard that name. I have no idea what it is, but I that that I mean clicks a memory as a video game and not just an article of clothing. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what any of the rest of these are. If I'm gonna be totally honest, Front Mission, Front Mission Two remakes, Altaliza Riza. <laughs> That's a fucking name right there. Holy shit, Altalier, uh, Altalier. Uh, yeah, no, that I don't know how else to say that. Altair, like the yeah. Assassin's Creed guy. No, no, Altalier. Adelier. 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 Eight Lear. Eight Lear? Uh, Eight Mile! <laughs> <laughs> jokes and jokes and jokes and ha 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 ha. <laughs> Tales of Symphonia? You, you know what that one is? No, it just sounds like Knights of Sindonia, and I like Muse, so. <laughs> uh, SpongeBob SquarePants The Cosmic Shake comes to Switch. Okay. Probably fine. Probably some random platformer. Yeah, it's probably a SpongeBob platformer game. <coughs> probably has weird floaty controls. Uh, Ib looks interesting. I have heard that name. That rings a bell. It's a creepy adventure game set in an art gallery. I think I might have watched a playthrough or something, or someone talking about that game. Yeah, that one but sounds good to me. That I I remember being interested in that game. Uh, you know, Fist of the North Star. That also sounds very familiar. That's a, a classic anime, and it's getting a, a workout game for Switch. A workout game. All yeah, right. Like fitness boxing. Cool. Neat shadow box with some Fist of the North Star characters. And of course, Just Dance 2023. Of course, well, you can't have a year go by without a dance dance revolution or a just dance endless dungeon is a procedurally generated roguelite set in space that's kind of cool sure and and that's the last one on this list all right uh, procedurally generated lo- 2023 yeah yeah that makes sense um roguelites are fun and space is cool so why not yeah that was the nintendo direct Cool. I know almost nothing of what you're doing, Nintendo. Get some cool games. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think this is one of those games I know you are excited about because we're gonna start it off with the state state of play. Now. And what they started with as their opener. Uh, I don't know if they started with it as their opener, but I know that the first one on this list is Tekken Eight. Yes, it was their opening trailer, and oh my fucking god, Tekken. I should I should have made you watch this trailer before we started because Tekken. if you have seen had seen this trailer, you would be like equally as hyped as I am right now. It looks so fucking good. 
It makes Tekken 7 look like fucking chump change. It's gorgeous. It's... I, I, am, I am so... So excited. <laughs> I'm so unbelievable. And there's no release date for it or anything like that. It was a stay tuned. And they only mentioned PlayStation 5, apparently. Uh, yeah, no, it's a next gen only. Me and my brother are already planning on getting PS5s literally just to own this game. There's so many reasons I want one, but I've just. They're just not really available. Yeah, and yeah. And they just went up in price. Again? Well, not. I, I don't know if again, but recently. Jesus. But no, we, we were planning on getting them literally just for owning this game because it looks so fucking good. So um, unbelievably good. Yeah, well, that's going to be fucking sick when it comes out um, and whenever we get PS5s to play it on. Uh, God of War Ragnarok, which is also going to be a next-gen one. Yeah, of I... course it is. I knew it would be also a, a must-own as soon yeah. as I get a PS5. Like, oh, that's... yeah. That, the, and God of War for PlayStation 4 was fucking one of the best games i've ever played it's so good it's yeah it literally it's in my top five games of all time it's for a, sure it's an awesome game it was really well written fun to play through none of it felt tedious none of it felt boring it was all just real good and the references were all spot on i'm oh. a man who loves this norse mythology and they fucking they so nailed good. it they fucking so nailed it it was Mirror's so well head done. with you like the whole time. That was my favorite bit. I mm-hmm. never got tired of him. Yeah, I am so excited to play this game. The whole bit about yeah, oh god, it's just the whole thing. I I don't, I don't want to say too much for anyone that might not have played it. Go fucking play it. But yeah, no, everything was so well done. Yeah. Um. Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge gets a new gameplay of Traer, Traer, which uh, I'm probably excited about, but I'm really hesitant going into Star Wars uh, anything right now, but um, I have. I also haven't watched Obi-Wan or Season 2 of The Mandalorian. I or, haven't watched any of it, so. Yeah, so, um, but Jedi Fallen Order was good. Yeah, it was good, and we're very excited about Jedi Survivor. So, oh, this is a VR game. So I can't oh, even so play it. yeah, but that does sound like VR is cool. I VR lightsaber battles, that's gotta be cool. Oh yeah, that's gotta be sick. I want VR so bad. Yeah, <laughs> everything I want is three hundred dollars. Can you imagine if we were able to like get the shit and like hook it up here? Even if we had to do it with two consoles, and we could do like. V- VR lightsaber battles against uh, each other. That'd be rad. Oh, God. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy is getting a PlayStation exclusive quest for some reason. Okay. Uh, uh, this is a game that I'm not not excited for, to be completely honest with you. Right. Um, I am very hesitant about it, but the premise is cool, and it's you know, every Harry Potter fan's dream to be able to do exactly that. Right. So, I I am hesitantly excited for this game. I am just... I would have been excited, like, maybe three or four years ago, but I'm just not sending any money her way. I, I've made my stance pretty I clear don't, on that. Is here. she even part of it? 
uh, she was definitely getting money directly from that game. And yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I'm very easily able to separate the art from the artist. I guess, and I don't think about the fact that buying the product's going to give them money. I'm just like, I want more of the story because I like this. I, I know she's a bad person. I know most... The problem is, as I've come to find in my life as well, most of my favorite artist people are not the best people. Yeah, but I mean, that's a fair call, but um, a lot of them are already dead, so you're not supporting them directly. No, just their estates, which probably still aren't good. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, the problem is right now she's just still getting a lot of support. Yeah. And, and using that to spread just hateful just, messages. Yeah, it's true. It's true. However... So it's... it makes me hesitant to want to spend any money. Like, if somebody... If I find it in a dumpster, I might play it. <laughs> if I'm gifted a copy. Yeah, but, like, I'm just not... So that's what I'll do, because I have no moral qualms about the money thing. I just, you know, I just want the art of it. I'll buy two copies, and I'll give <laughs> one to you. That way you don't feel bad about owning it. And then we can both enjoy it. All right. <laughs> I'm a Slytherin, for the record. I don't know what I am. I have I see, I am not... I'm a nerd. I've read each of the books, like, 15 times. The movies suck. Fuck the movies. Um, but I... I'm not one of the nerds that's like, oh, I'm from this house. I don't know. I used to Give know. me a questionnaire at the beginning of the game and let the house, the hat sort me. Oh, yeah, that's what, well, that's what you do. You go to the Pottermore thing and it does the whole thing. And yeah, it, but even I... it tells you what wand you would have and it tells you uh, your uh, Patronus. If I see literally any of those, like, what are you, like, those, those, those quizzes that people share on Facebook, like from Pottermore and things like that. I'm this house, I'm this flavor cappuccino, and, you know, whatever the thing is. Yeah. I never do those. I'm Every single one of those I see, I'm like, that's clearly a virus. And I leave it be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, fair enough, I guess. Uh... Ironwood Studios announced their first film, uh, Pacific Drive. I have no idea what the significance of any of that is. Why is that part of the state of play? Oh, Sony. But it's a PlayStation thing? I don't know. Why is that there? Uh, I don't know, but it'll be a post-apocalyptic version of the Pacific Northwest, which I would like to see. That's, That's cool. That's where we live. You mean The Last of Us? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean that scrapped Last of Us script no one wanted, so you reworked it into a movie? Cool, thanks. <laughs> um, the PlayStation Stars loyalty program is happening. Yeah, because everyone's got to keep up with the times. I guess so. Um, sensuality? From... I don't know what that is, but it sounds provocative. Uh, I'm interested. It's from Bandai Namco. I like Bandai Namco. They make Tekken. <laughs> it's a third-person shooter uh, featuring mechs and an art style akin to Nier Automa Automata. Uh, I love that game. I just always get caught up on that word. Yeah. It's a really good game. Is it Nier Automata? Or is it Nier Automata? I think it's I think, Automata. I think it's Automata. Because you would say Automaton. Yeah, Automaton, so it's Automata. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, so that that sounds interesting. Yeah, that's that sounds cool as shit. 
Project I, Eve renamed as Stellar Blade. Stellar Blade. Project Eve is a better name, guys. Yeah. Stellar Blade sounds dumb. It does. I'm just going to tell you now, go back to Project Eve. That's a way cooler name. And then uh, they closed out with uh, the Rise of the Ronin, an open-world samurai game. Oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> That's cool as shit! Yeah, uh, from... All of little teenage Derek's dreams being fulfilled. Yeah, uh, developer Team Ninja. Oh, Team Ninja's real good, too. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're the guys that did Sekiro. This is a 2024 release date window. Uh, they did Neo. Fuck yeah. N-I-O. I'm pretty sure that Sekiro was done by FromSoft and Team Ninja. Um, and some of the people that did are working for Team Ninja were the people that originally helped make the Tenchu games back in the original PlayStation era. And the Tenchu games were so much fun. I love... Did you ever play them at all? No, I have they no were, idea what those are. Tenchu games are you played as a, a ninja, and you would sneak around the city doing ninja stuff, assassinating people and taking things out. You had very specific missions that you went and did, and it was like a a Quentin Tarantino esque amount of gore. You would slit people's throats, and like they would go blah, and then blood would spurt five feet in the air in a giant blood fountain. Like fantastic! It was so good. It was so good. The Tenchu games were so much fun. That sounds like a lot of fun, actually. I love that over-the-top shit. Yeah, yeah. If you got far enough in the game, like, I think if you beat the game, there was a special power you could get where you could just fucking throw lightning at people out of your hands, which was also fun to do. Just Sith blast people. Lightning. With, yeah, you could just blast people with Sith lightning as a ninja. <laughs> like, it was a great game. It was a lot of fun. The Tenchu games were great. Um... And, uh, yeah, Team Ninja, who helped make Sekiro, fantastic. I'm really excited to see that. The last Ronin, you said it was? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, the Rise of the Ronin. Rise of the Ronin. Okay. Uh, the Rise of Ronin? Regardless, super excited. Hell that yeah. sounds cool as shit. Oh, yeah. And that was the PlayStation State of Play. All right. Those are not hard for us to get through because I don't know what any of those games are most of the time. No. And uh, the ones I'm excited about, I don't. Like, I'm just, I'm just like, yes, cool, fuck yeah, let's see what the next one is. And then when I talk about a game for five minutes, you're like, why are you still talking about this game? Because <laughs> I like it, damn it! <laughs> I'm excited! Alright, so we got uh, the D23. When we went over, like, maybe one or two things we heard about from it. I, I don't even remember what we went over, but I know we went over some stuff. Uh, did you ever watch Hocus Pocus? that a movie for you as a kid? I didn't like it. I, I've i seen it, like, a couple of times. I Cheesy, campy, Hocus Pocus and Halloween Town and shit, that's not for me. No, it's I, not... I never watched Hocus Pocus as a kid, and I have no reverence for it. It's... Are they making a sequel? Is that what you're about to say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With, with the original cast, which yeah, is pretty neat. That is neat. I had heard that. I was like, wow, good for them. That doesn't hold enough sentimental value for me to be, be excited about it. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, I've got no no love for that movie, personally. Like, I don't dislike it. I'm not going to bash anybody for liking it. I will bash Spirit for having such a big Hocus Pocus section when it doesn't, like... 
There's so many other horror movies that just don't get loved. Yeah, but apparently Hocus Pocus is like this huge cultural phenomenon that you and I are just not part of. I guess so. So, like, because yeah. I hear a lot of people talk about it like it's this huge thing, and I'm like, maybe I just missed the boat on that. Like, uh, my yeah. family's not into weird, cheesy, campy kids Halloween stuff. We watch actual scary Halloween stuff. You know, <laughs> if it's campy, it's the Adams family. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the campiest. Yeah, yeah. Or, or Batman, or Evil Dead. Yeah, oh yeah, Evil Dead counts. Evil Dead, it's scary and campy at the same time. It's the perfect Halloween movie. Yeah. Or just Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just Batman. Or Batman Forever. <laughs> Any Batman. You watch Batman: The Long Halloween Parts One and Two. Batman and Robin. Yeah, that's a scary film. Yeah, it's horrifying. It's no, I've talked about that. I've got such a weird spot of nostalgia for that one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's such yeah, a yeah. weird blind spot. It is. It's so because it's objectively just a really bad movie. It's not good, but I love it. <laughs> Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. They both have that blind spot for me, mm. where they're objectively terrible movies, and I'm like, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sorry, baby. Rubber lips. Hey, rubber lips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zootopia Plus. It's a short form series. Okay. I never saw Zootopia. It's not a terrible movie. I, as far as those kinds of movies go, I thought it was really good, and they handled racial bias really well in that movie. That's that was like the underlying thread of the whole movie. Right. It was uh, classism combined with racial bias. Because there's, like, the predators and the prey as, like, the class systems, and then there's, like, all the different animals and how they react to each other being that kind of thing. So there's, like, racial and classist biases going on. It it handled all of them very well, and it was honestly not a terrible movie at all. All right. It's worth a watch. All right. Well, they're doing a short-form series. Uh, Strange World? Don't know what that is. I have no idea, but I like the name. Uh. Uh, Disenchanted? It's not that Disenchanted? Yeah, and no, so I think I had heard that. I don't know what it's about, but I had heard something like that. I just think that's really funny. That it is really funny. Uh, it's the sequel to Enchanted. Okay. I remember hearing about that. That was one of those TV shows that I never watched because I didn't watch those kinds of things. Was that the one that followed like some weird Alice in Wonderland or Heaven Snow White story or something like that? I have no idea. I know that Disney did a show where they followed like the stories of different princesses or something like that, but it was more real-world set than that, and they did it as a TV show. I think that's what that show was. I Perhaps. They're remaking Haunted Mansion. I don't know what that is either. Really? The the ride that was turned into a film? Oh, I knew it was a an attraction yeah. at Disneyland. They're not rides, they're attractions. Yeah, you're right. I've never even been there and I know that. But <laughs> I've been there twice. Good for you. It's a fun place. I I wish I had been. The coolest place I've ever got to go is Silverwood. Silverwood's rad. Silverwood's cool. I went to a theme park in Ohio that had the third fastest roller coaster in the U.S. How was that? It was fun as hell. Yeah. Well, it yeah. had the fastest roller coaster in the U.S., but I couldn't go on that one because you need to be 18 inside on a waiver. So we could go do it now. Yeah. We should We should do that. Well, you want to go to Ohio? 
I want to go ride the world, the, the fastest roller coaster in the U.S. Well, we'd have to see. We'd have to double check if it was still that one because they're always competing for shit like that. That's true. That's true. I hope it is though, because I also want to go to Mall of America, and I'm pretty sure if we go to Ohio, we're going to be close to Mall of America. It's somewhere in the Midwest. Um, the Little Mermaid remake that's got a bunch of people up in arms because she's black, and a bunch of people are very stoked because she's black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just most controversial sense. Disney movie of all time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> under the sea, under the sea, <laughs> down where it's wet and nothing is better. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Dis the mouse is coming for us, man. Uh, um, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's quite possibly the most controversial Disney movie that's come out in, in ever. Um, because how dare they? How dare they <laughs> cast a black woman as Ariel? A beautiful black woman with a beautiful voice that fits perfectly in that Caribbean setting. How How fucking dare you not whitewash the shit out of it and just use the black woman as a voiceover? That's the respectable thing to do. We're in America, damn it. That's terrible. That was a bad bit. I'm sorry, everybody. For real, it's ridiculous, though. No, that's the stupidest shit. Um, as anyone that, you know, is angry about this ever stopped to sit down and think that maybe they cast, like, they, they tried out a lot of people for this, and she was genuinely just the, the best. best one. Yeah. She was the best fit for Ariel, and there's nothing wrong with that, and get over your fucking selves. <laughs> people are so stupid. Like, respect talent. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Then we got a uh, wish. I don't know what wish is. I have no idea. Peter Pan is. and Wendy. So that's pretty self-explanatory. I don't really look forward yep. to seeing that. Yep, yep. If I don't hear when did the red man say how, then the Disney Good. has lost all my respect. Um, Iwaju. I don't know if I'm saying that right at all, and there's no information on it. Okay. Um, that's very cryptic, and I don't know what you mean, Disney. Uh, Mufasa, the Lion King. Okay, so it's, it's you know, back when they did, like, um, X-Men Origins Wolverine, this is, <laughs> yeah. this is Mufasa's tale. Yeah, I think that's, that's accurate. And then they're doing uh, Snow White. Oh, live-action Snow White. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, and, and this has also been part of controversy for a while now, um, because they were talking, that Peter Dinklage was originally set to be cast as one of the seven dwarves in Snow White. Okay. If I'm not I might be mistaken. Makes sense. Um either Very that short person actor. Either that or person. he wasn't cast and he was upset about something because either he got cast and then they decided to not use actual sh- tiny people. I don't know if that's even... Is that yeah. okay? I, I have no I, idea. I have no idea. I, I, I apologize Little if people? I offend anyone. I, I'm not trying to. I, I'm not up to date on the PC terms here. I know no little people. I'm very sorry. Um. So, uh, they... Uh, it's either he was originally cast and they decided to not use little people or they were going to use little people and decided not to cast him. 
I feel like it was maybe the first one, or they never intended on using little people at all. It was maybe the third option. Because I, I remember Peter Dinklage coming out and saying something to the effect of, like, why why aren't you doing this? Like, right. like you're casting the seven dwarves. Use dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> like... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. And so I, I, I know this... It was a while ago. I haven't... Like, like at least a year ago, when they first talked about making Snow White as a live action movie, right? Um, and so I haven't read anything about it in a while, but I feel like there was some controversy around that and them not wanting to actually use little people. They probably wanted to do the thing like they did with uh the the hobbits, yeah, and just you know have all the actors be on their knees and CG and feet for them and stuff like that. Huh? I didn't hear anything about that. Uh, Pixar is doing Elemental, which is a fire-water romance thing. Sure. Um, win or Lose, uh, it's a long-form series. Elio, and then Inside Out 2. Inside Out 2. Inside Out was a decent movie. Yeah. Um. We actually talked about that last week, which is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was decent. I, I don't really know. You have to have a new people, I think, for a second one. Yeah, uh, well, it's, it would be easy to do, because it's all just dealing with emotions. You could even just be, like, Riley seeing somebody else and, like, waving to them, and then it just transfers over, and then you're or like, bam. age her up, college-age Riley. Yeah, having to deal with new emotions, or uh, having see see emotions having taken over a little bit more. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Maybe even, like, post-college, like, getting into, like, marriage Stuff like that, dealing with the turmoil of like maybe pregnancy or marriage or something. Maybe that's a little heavy I for you Pixar. Said terminally ill, and I was just like, "Oh man, you're going dark real fast." That's gonna <laughs> sadness I'm... is gonna take over that brain so quick. I'm over here talking about how pregnancy and marriage might be too heavy for Pixar, and you're thinking I'm talking about terminally ill people. <laughs> <laughs> Pixar wouldn't. They'll kill off someone in like the intro, and that's you know they'll do a terminally ill. They did a terminally ill. Up. That wasn't the intro, but they definitely like, did. No, yeah, but that's what I mean. In the intro, they'll they'll kill people off in the first like three to five minutes, but after that, it's got to be a feel good story. Yeah. That's Pixar's thing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's all Pixar's doing or has announced right now. And then we got Lucasfilm, which has Star Wars: Tale of the Jedi. Yep. Yep. It's gonna be neat. Uh, Willow. I- so, before, yeah, I, I'm excited about Willow, but I want to talk about Tales of the Jedi first. Alright. <clears throat> because they confirmed they're talking about, um, there's going to be stories with uh, Qui-Gon in there, for one. Excited about that. Yeah. He's um, my favorite Jedi. He's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, he's the best Jedi. Yeah, he's kind of a terrible person, but... He's the best Jedi. Well, he's the best person, because he says, fuck the Jedi, I'm going to get this shit done. Do you think Good. do you think Liam Neeson's coming back? I would love for that. I think that Star Wars has made enough of a resurgence that they can give him a big enough paycheck to do it. He's done like four Taken movies. Do you think that he will do it though? That's the question. Do you think that he will agree to come back and be Qui-Gon Jinn? The voice of Qui-Gon Jinn is an animated series. He did it for Clone Wars. That's fair. Because the other option, I guess, is either they try to get someone to impersonate him, or they just go with a different voice altogether. They could just get Seth MacFarlane for that. 
You heard him in that bit? It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. He's probably cheaper than Liam Neeson. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> They're not asking him to do show tunes. Yeah, that's all he wants to do. That's all he wants to do. That's all he's ever wanted to do. Yeah. I actually have such a deep respect for Seth MacFarlane. He's really good at making show tunes. He's really just Family so Family Guy man. may have gone down the shitter after yeah. a few seasons or whatever. Definitely did that. Um, but but Seth MacFarlane, as far as talent's concerned, oh yeah, oh yeah, talented motherfucker, super good. Um, I heard him in an interview one time say that the Brian Griffin voice is the voice that hurts his throat the most, but that's the voice he uses for all of his public appearances. Yeah, so. it sounds like it's just his voice. I think just talking sometimes hurts. He just he he talks a lot. He's a voice actor. He does lots of accents and shit. That's gotta hurt your voice. Yeah, um, uh, I know. In a commentary, he said that the Stewie, when he's getting high pitched, is easier to do at the end of the day. Yeah, than like a lower pitch voice. That makes sense. Well, it's kind of because there's the thing. Like you've done even the bit where you constantly just get higher and higher and higher as you go along. And that's, it's honest, it's not a difficult thing to do, just in general. Yeah. Like, so that, I guess, makes sense to me. Because, like, pitching your voice up and making it a little bit nasalier is a lot easier than pitching it down and forcing your Adam's apple to the bottom of your throat to get that deep sound out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I guess it does make sense to me that higher would be easier so you like as a voice actor doing multiple roles like that you probably do like your your brian griffin as your first like at the beginning of the day and then at the end of the day you're doing like your peter and your stewie and stuff where it's a little bit higher a little bit nasally or a little bit easier to do that would make sense to me uh but willow is coming willow i'm really excited about um i don't know if you like willow or have seen the original movie It's really good. You like John Henson, Jim Henson. Jim Henson. Jim Henson. Why did I say John? Jim Henson, watch Willow. <laughs> right. It's good. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll love it. It's amazing. It's I, I I'm excited to see what they decide to do with it. Honestly, oh, it yeah. it wasn't like as big of an impact on my childhood as things like The Dark Crystal or you um. Uh, I literally just had another Jim Henson movie in my head before I said, oh, uh, Labyrinth. Yeah. Um, but it's still, it ranks up there, and it's really good. Um, and I am really excited to see what they do with it. Um, I always love seeing old franchises that meant a lot to me come back. And sometimes they're bad, and sometimes they're not. So Yeah. It's, I think it's interesting they're doing it as a series. Instead of doing it as a movie. Yeah. So. Uh, it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm pretty sure Warwick Davis is in there and working it. So it'll mm-hmm. be it'll be neat to see what happens with that. Um, we got what else? We got the Bad Batch Season 2. Bad Batch is a reject bunch of clones. Um, it's it's a pretty good show. Okay. Um, know nothing about that. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones 5. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> so it's... It's Harrison Ford's last outing as Indiana Jones. Yes. He's, He's made that very, very, clear. very much confirmed that. Yeah. He gave Chris Pratt the telling off of a of a lifetime. Did you see that <laughs> uh-uh. thing? Okay, so Chris Pratt was Who I dislike. Was 
trying to get in and wanted to be... At one point, he was slated to be the next Indiana Jones and was vying very hard to get that. Right. In a a public tweet that Harrison Ford sent to Chris Pratt... Harrison Ford said... Harrison Ford can use Twitter? Apparently. But it's... A, and it's not going to be quite verbatim, but this is as close as I can get to it. I mean, he can fly a plane. He can use Twitter. Um, Harrison Ford said, When I die, the character dies with me. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Fuck. That's so good. So... As much as I think they might want to do more Indiana Jones movies, I think Harrison Ford's going to tell them no. I think he's going to tell them they can do spinoffs. Um, at the D23, I listened to a couple podcasts and things about it. I happen yeah. to know that, that Short Round was there. Yeah. Um, under a different show. He's doing other different things. Yeah. But there's a lot of speculation that he might I'm be... Sure he's in a Marvel show. He might be making, at the very minimum a cameo appearance in Indy 5. Wouldn't that be nice? Now, if they did a sly handoff of a mantle, just a little underhanded short round grabs a hat or something after Indy dies, uh. and they do a spin-off move, a spin-off series or movies or anything like that where it's not Indy, it but it's short round kind of living the legacy, carrying on for his mentor. I'd watch that. I would watch the shit out of that. And I think it would still do Harrison Ford justice in Indy's Indy is gone, but they've they can carry on with the, the world, the yeah. universe. Carry that hat. Yeah. So I think that would be a lot of fun. Boy, I swear to God, Disney, if you if you do exactly hat. this and you do it with Chris Pratt, I'm gonna fucking throttle you. Because <laughs> he does not deserve it. Chris Pratt deserves way less than he has. But but if you hand it to short round, not only is that fun, but it also makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Like canonically. Yeah. And it would be such a good nod to everyone that's loved these series literally since they started. Um however, I'm not I was not the biggest fan of the Crystal Skull. It wasn't that good. It wasn't. Surviving a nuke by hiding in an old refrigerator is funny laughable that that was one of the best bits in the movie i i actually laughed i lamoud that's what it was for it's so ridiculous yeah in 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 something that not hasn't necessarily been set in like a a real like a realistic reality but there's laws and constraints the the orig- the other three Indiana Jones movies they didn't have it that crazy of shit happening i mean you Kali Ma guy sure but explosions still kill people and and removing a heart from a living person still kills them too yeah yeah and you can't just usually magically put it back it's not like that's why I said they aren't grounded in like a super realistic reality, but I don't think that a refrigerator should still grant you immunity to nuclear bombs. They landed a raft in a river from a plane. You could do that. You really could not. You could. Would you survive it? Maybe not, but you could do it. It would it just wouldn't work like that at all. Why? The raft would pop. 
Not necessarily. That was not deep water, first of all. Second <laughs> of all, like, if it was, you'd probably go through the raft. Like, I, did I, I said you might not survive it, but you could land the raft on the river. That's what I said. <laughs> I like to imagine, like, when you, when you land, the raft lands just slightly before you, and because of the surface tension, it bounces, and, like, the the rubber bottom of the raft bounces up at the same time that you are landing onto it, so it's like hitting a directly solid surface. Oh, I I was thinking it would trampoline me back up. No, no, that's not <laughs> how it works. <laughs> Physics in my mind is a very malleable thing. Okay. <laughs> But you can't survive an explosion in your fridge. No, no, not at all. That's ridiculous. Look, my my line drawing was the actual aliens. Yeah, yeah, also, yes. Um, that's where I thought the shark was officially jumped. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf was riding that bike, like... Shia LaBeouf was also tipped as a maybe carrier on for yeah. the next indie. Well, it's his son. Yeah. And goes to short round. Alright, so uh, they did announce a couple of Marvel things at D23, uh, including Werewolf by Night. Yeah, yeah. And Loki Season 2. And Loki Season 2. I'm yep. excited for that. Loki was Loki was one of the best shows I've watched from, so far. From what I've heard and all the spoilers I've seen, Loki seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Kang. Yeah, Kang. Kang. And, and that's what I imagine that Loki Season 2 is really going to do, is he's really going to set up what's going to be... The, the next big arc for Phase 5. Like, while the, the base Phase 5 movies are starting up, Loki's going to be in the background setting up major plot arcs that are going to happen. Because we have things like the Marvels yeah. that are going to come out, which is going to be, like, the first direct tie from t- from series to movie. Everything else has gone primarily from movie to series, or just been series. This one's starting as a series and moving to being a movie. And so, while we have already kind of known that all of these shows are in the same cinematic universe as the movies, this is the first direct tie link we have that's connecting them. It's bringing it full circle, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, and... uh... Like, the other thing is that we did have uh, Black Bolt, who was in the Inhumans, which was... Yeah, that's true. That's true. And he was, yeah. Alright. Yeah, because I haven't still not seen... But technically, we did have Black Bolt, who was... I mean, he's going to be in the the new movie coming up, I'm pretty sure. No, he was in... uh, Fuck, Eternals. Yeah, he, uh, that's what I was going to say. I thought he was in Eternals. Yeah, uh, he, he, I was going to say, because he was also the in the alternate universe in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He killed Doctor Strange with an I'm sorry. <laughs> it was so good. Nice. Yeah. Sounds fun. He got just bladdered into a mist. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, But yeah, it sounds like that's gonna be a big 
thing as well as uh, She-Hulk's had a lot of tie-ins with the movies, uh, with Wong being a regular character in there, as well as uh, Abomination from the old mm-hmm. Hulk movie, and uh, Banner was in the first couple episodes. So. Yeah, and I imagine Abomination's going to tie in when we get to the Thunderbolts movie. Uh, maybe. Uh, the cast got announced for the Thunderbolts, and he was not on it. Yeah, I'm thinking he might be Sneaky Villain. Sneaky Villain or the Thunderbolts? Yeah, Sneaky Villain of the Thunderbolts. He's setting up a peace commune. The Thunderbolts... With his seven wives. Well, traditionally, traditionally in the comics, originally, the Thunderbolts were a group of bad guys that were pretending to be good guys. Right? Right. So you could, in theory, if you go kind of that route with it, then you could, in theory, get, like, maybe an abomination who's standing against them. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a hard maybe, yeah. but... Let me just uh, blast through these last uh, this last little list of things we got. Big Shot, season two, never heard of it. Nope. The Santa Clauses, which is a sequel to The Santa Claus. God damn it. Again. Uh, Elton John Live, Farewell from Dodger Stadium. Cool. Sure. Uh, Why not? National Treasure, Edge of History. Yeah! (laughs) National Treasure! (laughs) Nick Cage, give me more Nick Cage, please. Have you seen Mandy? Oh my god. No. You need to see Mandy. Uh, It's so good. Best in Snow. Yep. Is that a Balto movie? I have no idea. It sounds like a Balto movie. We haven't had a Balto movie in, like, fucking two decades. Give me more Balto. It doesn't say Balto. It just says Best in Snow. Yeah. (laughs) Pentatonics, Around the World for the Holidays, The Um, Hip-Hop Nutcracker. (laughs) No, God, no. No, don't do that. Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Moon Girl? And Devil Dinosaur. They're a team. Okay. Uh... The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, season two. Oh, no. Okay. The Proud Family's good. I didn't like The Proud Family. The Muppets Mayhem. Uh, I like The Muppets. American Born Chinese. That doesn't sound okay. Uh, Star Wars The Young Jedi Adventures. Look out for Anakin. (laughs) (laughs) He's the boogeyman. Oh, goodness. I, I don't know anything about that, but I'm assuming it's either set at Luke's temple, wherein uh, Kylo will be the boogeyman. No, or... I want it set like it's a whole series, and it's set like a week before Order 66 happens, <laughs> and the end of the series is Order 66. That's... I mean, that would be a compelling show, but it would also be super sad. Yeah, but I, that's the story I want. <laughs> The story of the young Jedis who weren't. Just, <laughs> just the one teacher's aide Jedi who knows something's bad coming, just yeah. feels it in the Force from the week away, and you could just... She's just getting visions the whole time, and mm-hmm. she can't believe it. Oh, that's compelling. Yeah, talk. it's real good. She tries to, like, talk Anakin down, and he has no idea what she's talking about until it's too late. Yeah. Like... That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. That's that's the story we need, Star Wars. Lucas... Do it, please. This ain't got nothing to do with it. <coughs> Not anymore. Actually, didn't he take some some part of it back? Didn't he, like, make himself part of it again? I 
think he just inserted himself. He was on set a couple of times, and he's definitely a consultant, but I don't think he has any stake in the company anymore. Okay. He sold it for like $4.5 billion or something. Yeah, yeah, he's set. Well, that's interesting. That's that's a lot of pop culture. Yeah, that's 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 all the newses. Um, but that was all newses that came out all pretty close together. Yeah, yeah. It's been within the last what week and a half that all three of those things happened. Yeah. So I just figured we should cover all of them. I didn't realize it was going to take quite so long, but <laughs> but there was a lot there. So there was, you know, yeah. there's a lot to unpack there. We didn't even get to like really theorize about what's going to happen in them. We just had to run through them. Yeah, that was just. Uh, Maybe we'll pick some of our favorites and we'll do an episode where we just sit down and we we talk about what might happen in these things. Yeah, future maybe what could happens. Yeah, yeah, that's what we'll call it. Future maybe what could happens. <laughs> <coughs> well, uh, I think that's I think that's about the episode this week because we're over an hour. <laughs> if we start a hypothetical, we're just gonna keep rambling. And yeah, that's I gotta fair. get to sleep at some point in time today. That's that's a fair statement. It's a fair statement. All right. Well, uh, you can find us at uh, on Twitter at True Neutral Pod. I'm Mr. Dab himself on the Twitter, and uh, you can find us uh, at Facebook on oh on Facebook at True Neutral Podcast. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we also have an email. You can hit us up at True Neutral Pod Gmail dot com. Um, and uh, if you review us, so we'll, I'll read it out on the on the pod. It uh, doesn't doesn't matter what it says. Five yeah. star review, I'll read it out. You just send us a five star review that says "suck donkey nuts." He'll read it. I'll say that. He'll say "suck donkey nuts." Mm. Yeah, I, I'll say it right now for free. "Suck donkey nuts." Yeah, see, there you go. Now review us. Five now stars. review us and send something different for him to say. Yeah, you've already said "suck donkey nuts," so. <coughs> <laughs> that, the, that that carrot is gone. <laughs> it is only the stick now. We gave you a little teaser of what you can do. Now show us what you're capable of. <laughs> All right. Oh uh, yeah, you do that and also have a good week and that's true neutral. That's true neutral. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.